Good Morning Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren, episode 291. Today is a beautiful Monday, November 8th, 2021. Hope you're having a great day so far. It's a chilly 43 degrees, but it's been an awesome Monday so far. It's 8.15 in the morning, driving to work. Got up at 4 a.m. this morning and did my normal routine of saying the third step prayer, crunches for 10 minutes, push-ups. I did 70 push-ups. Then I worked on my newsletter for this week. Today I sent out newsletter four, and it was about analyzing two different debt repayment methods. One method is is called the debt snowball, and the other method is this idea of paying proportional, uh, you know, paying proportionally what you owe to each person, paying each month a steady amount. And I shared a little bit about the differences that I see and you know, I didn't know about the proportional method when I, whenever my wife and I were paying down our debt. We cut up the credit cards and closed all the accounts and put a flag in the ground pretty much and said, we're never going back here. Uh, and, you know, most of the debt was my debt. I'm not saying that she ran up $68,000 in credit card and IRS debt. <laughs> all that's mine. I'm, I'm taking the taken all that on myself but we paid it back together as a team and that's important to, to know uh, but we did the debt snowball method and that was a system of paying down the debt but it, it requires you to list it list them all from smallest to largest and make all the minimum payments on all of them but start off by throwing as much money as you can at the smallest amount, you know, the smallest debt that you have. Once that's paid off, then you could take all of that money and throw it down toward the second smallest amount and, and so on and so forth. And you create this snowball effect to where once you pay off debt number three, you could take all that money that you were paying for debt number one, debt number two, and debt number three, and you could put it toward paying down debt number four. And it creates this massive snowball. And before you know it, we were writing checks for four or $5,000 at a time to pay off debt and just massively knocking it out. It's more of a psychological, um, it, it, it's more psychological than mathematical. But I thought it was very interesting that none of the methods talked about listing these debts by interest rate. You know, these two methods that are proven, none of them talked about listing. You know, when you hear people say list it by the highest interest rate, they obviously don't know what they're doing, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, because that's that makes more sense mathematically. But we're not talking about mathematics here. We're talking about psychological, you know, mathematics didn't get us into all this debt. So why are we using mathematics to get us out of the debt? It's more of a psychological issue of slowly over time, it ended up causing 
all of this debt, you know, slowly over time, we got to get out of it. And I really believe the proportional method, which I shared about, is where you list all of the debt that you have. And basically, out of the 100%, you know, say you have a pie, and it's all of the debt. Well, if one debt is 50% of the, of the total debt, then they're going to get 50% of the amount of money that you get to put toward the, the debt repayment each month. If you, if one of the debt is 10% of the total debt, then he gets 10% of the amount of money that you have to put toward the, the debt repayment. The, the issue comes in when you, if you don't, have the income plan figured out and you don't have the spending plan figured out, you can't work on the debt repayment plan because only at the point to where you have figured out how you're going to make money and what that looks like and to the point where you figure out how much you are going to spend on average over time, then then and only then can you figure out how much is left over. So you take your average income minus your average expenses per month, and that comes up with an average amount that you can put toward the debt repayment each month. When I did my numbers, it got to where I only had $200 left. So what if I had tried to satisfy all these debtors and thrown like $400 or $600 at some of these credit cards because that's what they wanted? What would have happened? Well, I can tell you what would have happened. We'd have run out of money because we wouldn't have been able to, to cover those expenses that we needed to cover. So, you know, there's a factor in all this too that you, we've got to get past the point of worrying about our credit. You know, once we get to all, all of this stage, once we're at this stage of $68,000 in debt, what my wife and I had to do was we had to separate which is in her name, which is in my name. In order to salvage her credit, we simply looked at all the debt that was in her credit, in her line of credit, or in both of our names, and we paid that down. Uh, the debt that was in my name, we had to deal with separately. But there was no problem with her credit. She had perfect credit. There was no reason to not um, continue to allow her to keep perfect credit if we could help it. So that's what we did. We paid down the debt, but you know, the two guys, <clears throat> the two guys that are helping me in my pressure relief group, they said, Matt, it's going to take several months for us to get to the point where we know how much you can pay down how much you can use to pay down this debt. We're not anywhere close when we first started meeting. We're not anywhere close to knowing what that number is until we get historical data that shows, you know, is that number $200 or is it $2,000? It's very important to know what that number is and not just try to people please and jump to pay down the debt just because creditor C wants $300 and credit creditor B wants $400. We're not worried about that. We're, we're going to, we're going to pay them what we can pay them and move on down the road. 
All of those methods are out the window if legal action is about to happen. I want you to realize that too. If legal action is about to take place, like you're about to be sued or you're getting sued or, or that you've already been sued, those situations need to be dealt with with an attorney along with a sponsor and a PRG. That's a, that's a whole other animal when we get to that stage. Also, one thing I, I didn't, didn't put in the newsletter, but I assumed it was understood, is if you have a house, this, all of this debt does not include that, that debt. That is a, what is it called, a, a secured debt. And we're not worried about the secured debt right now. That's a house payment or a car payment. We're not really worried about that. You know, you might include your car payment if you're trying to knock that out, but that's not the debt we're really talking about. We're talking about unsecured credit card debt. We're talking about uh, lines of, of credit from banks. We're talking about uh, IRS payments, back taxes, all of those types of unsecured, you know, maybe it's loans from people that are hounding you for money. What we're not talking about here, you know, that $68,000 did not include what we call inactive debt. There's active debt and then there's inactive debt. Inactive debt is that debt that people are not hounding you about. It's quiet. They're not beating you up over it. Uh, those are inactive. All we're strictly talking about here are active consumer type unsecured debt. So I hope you found this podcast beneficial. You can find on my blog today, I'm going to, going to post here shortly, newsletter number four, and you can see my analysis of the two different types of debt repayment methods. Hope you found this podcast beneficial. Please share it with a friend or a neighbor or anybody that you think might be struggling or you might think would find this beneficial. Check out the website at pathtowarren.com. Hope you have an awesome day. And remember, as Mama always says, make your contribution. Thanks so much. Have a great day.